Yo, this is official Shawmer International Film Festival spoiler alert. We are going to spoil the movie we're going to talk about and probably some other ones. So uh, be warned. No, Lieutenant, your men are already dead. Uh, this episode of Shomer's International Film Festival. Uh, we're talking about the fucking Matrix, dude. It's cool. It's the best movie ever. <laughs> uh, we got Dan Coward. I got Dan Rice. What's up, gentlemen? Action. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm feeling good. Did we, did we call action? We called action. Yeah, action. Hey, yeah, I'm doing good. How you doing, Sean? <laughs> you see how he jumps right in? Once he, once he's one of those actors where he's like, he can just be lounging around set, but once he hears action, he jumps right in the character. Consummate professional. I, I can and have been on fire, and I won't react. So Literally on fire? Action. Literally on fire. Oh, I thought you were like doing really good at No, something. no, he's like No, no, I don't mean like killing off. it. I mean like my skin is melting from flames. What but I want to know is more about your lava so lamp. I will not move. How's your lava lamp? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You said you had a lava lamp. That doesn't I sound like him to was me. Was it recorded? <laughs> that doesn't sound like him. I don't him. think it was. All right, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> um, 1999. The year is 1999. Whoa. And no one's wearing black leather yet. Oh, really? And then all of a sudden, the movie came out. And they had a lot of leather. <laughs> was that what happened? Were a lot of people wearing? I was six. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. I couldn't. I couldn't remember how old you would have been because I was. I was in like eighth grade. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was six years old. I don't think I saw actually saw the Matrix until like, you know, two or three, maybe four years after it came out when it was on like um, uh, TNT or whatever. I was seventeen. I saw it in the theater. Nice. Nice. And I remember maybe, the name of the kid who first told me that this movie was good. His name was Matt Burkle. He sucked. Is he still alive? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he only didn't suck in this one respect. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you actually didn't believe him at first because he sucked so bad. You're like, you don't fucking know it's a good I movie. Did, yeah, yeah, what do you like, know? He, he lives forever in my head to this day because he's like the first guy who told me about the nature. <laughs> I just like the idea of six-year-old Sean Murray shaving his head and taking all the blue pills in the house. <laughs> well, I did, not, did not just be back in my normal life. I'm taking all the wrong pills. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, the red What's pill. What's the pill? The red pill makes yeah. you go into the matrix? Yeah. If you take the Tylenol PM, you'll go to sleep. If you take the Sudafed, <laughs> yeah, was, oh, you take all the Sudafed. There you go. Then your nose Then I'll find mine. out how deep the rabbit hole goes. I know the truth. pumping my stomach. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> 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 All right, so you were 17 yeah. when it came out. Like, so tell, like, take me back to 1999. So we went. Dan. We went. Uh, me and my buddy Bill went to the Seymour uh, movie theater. All right, this oh. is opening weekend. This is how long? Uh, this is... I'm really not. I, I don't think it was opening weekend. Were you were you hyped for it? Like, were you like it was like I n- not you just kind of like not out, necessarily. Said, new movie, it was like, oh, this is action packed or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was nothing <laughs> action packed. <laughs> Well, like the Wachowskis, uh, the only other thing I like was Bound. Yeah, the movie. And that where... was not a, that's not really f- 
you weren't super hyper on that. No, I was. Well, like, well, I, yeah, I, I rented it to jerk off to. Yeah, it. I was like, yeah, it's like oh, you were you were a big bound head. Yeah, yeah, well, I was a big bound. Well, yeah, it's head. A, it's a sexual <laughs> thrill ride. Yeah, yeah, that's a ticket. That's right. So I was like, oh, th- maybe they'll it'll be like that, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. <laughs> it was the opposite. <laughs> but then I remember, like, I mean, to start at the end when Neo gets killed and then resurrected, and then he kills all the fucking uh, robot guys. What are those guys called? Smiths. The Smiths. Agent Smiths. I was like, this is the one of the most incredible moments in a movie that I've ever seen before. It was rad. Yes. Like right from the jump. Like one of the things that disappointed me and it still disappoints me to this day when I rewatch The Matrix. Is when he's like trying to learn how to jump across buildings, and they're like, "No one's ever done it on his first time." And you're like, "Come on, man!" Yeah, you really want him to do it on his first time. He's like, "This will prove." But like, the the movie's smarter than that, and right? But him, it, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he is the yeah, one. Yeah. He, movie over. Yeah, movie over. <laughs> yeah. Twenty minute movie. Well, it's still Short like and sweet. It's great storytelling. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, from that point, and then he just the first time he fights um, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, Morpheus. Morpheus. You're blowing and he's it, like, man. I know. He's like, <laughs> um, he goes, uh, look at how fast his mental kinetics are going. And I'm like, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love it. His kinetics are off the chart. From, and then I was like, yeah. pretending to be karate <laughs> on strangers in the parking lot. Great fucking jargon. <laughs> yes, incredible jargon. All right, so Dan, I, I, don't, I don't mean that sarcastically at all. Like, every sci-fi movie has jargon in it. You either pull it off or you don't. This one pulls it off. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you, you were in, There's a skill to it. You were in eighth grade, you said, uh, Rice Man? I was in eighth grade. Um, I definitely saw it when it came out, like, like on HBO or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, blew my mind. I-, I thought it was absolutely the coolest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life, uh, et cetera. And, <laughs> but I didn't, like, so people kept saying the line on this movie was, I didn't get it, which I don't fucking get. I that. don't understand like, that at all. I've heard that from people like, <laughs> really? like, it's very like, there are like, they're like, you know, like, um, there are confusing, uh, movies. There's like, uh, or like even like, um, uh, ambiguous, mo- like inception, the end of inception. Right, that's like, what like, okay, like, um, yeah. like, is it, was it a dream after all? Like, okay, that's, but like, there's nothing that's ambiguous about this movie. Like this, yeah. yeah like, like, Exactly. You know Jesus, and you know computers. Yeah, it's very straightforward. <laughs> yeah, there's no guessing involved. Like, the, like <laughs> the only thing I can say for that is like not even like th- that doesn't make any sense. Like, you're not getting this movie doesn't make any sense. But I, the only thing in terms of like um the the mystery of this movie is that I remember again I was only six, but you know. I've heard people talk about the marketing for this movie. It was like they don't really give you anything. Like the the trailers, right. it was mostly just like, "What is the Matrix?" And then and it's like the the, uh, the clip where Morpheus says like, "You'd have to see for yourself." Like it's like it, which is very good marketing, right? But like I can understand yeah, yeah. like not like going into it not knowing what it was about. But like leaving this movie, if you didn't if you didn't get it, you're an idiot. Like you right. you shouldn't have been allowed to see this movie on your own. You know what I mean? Like it's very it's it's all there. Like it's, it's what very, if you're you know you're at the movie theater and the guy taking tickets is like. Is there any chance that you're an idiot? Because you might not get this. And the guy's like, yeah, you got to lie. Well, you're not letting idiots see yeah. now? Come on. I, wanna, I got my money screened. <laughs> like, I, did, I wanted to watch it again right away, but I wasn't like, I got to watch it again because I'm so confused. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to see it again because it was awesome. Not because it was like, 
like it was like uh indecipherable. Wait, so like they're robots? <laughs> well, no, not not really, right? They're not the Smiths because they're programmed. No, so, they're pro- exactly. I'm, I am taking on the. Oh, you're oh, you goofing around. I've never goofed around before, Dan. <laughs> I struggle with goofing. <laughs> <laughs> get, got really thinking, no, 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 they're not robots. They're they're not, get a ticker goofing all this morning? <laughs> no, 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 goofing all. Goofing all. So you put some goofing all in my drink. They really got to change that name. It makes me think of that date rape drug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think there's some goofing all in my drink. I'm acting real goofy. <laughs> um, yeah, those people, whoever those people who said that to you are idiots. Um, and uh, no, it's it's a very... The thing about the, about this movie, I think, is the best thing about it is that it's it's kind of very simple and it's cool. So, like, like an eighth grader, a seventeen year old, a fucking I guess I was eight when I first saw this, could all enjoy it right. on the same like just basic like this is the coolest shit that's ever happened. But also, like, it's very excellent storytelling. It's an, an incredible mythology. Like, uh-huh. like it's it's a fully re- like I feel like th- this is the most significant movie of the last 25 years in in a lot of ways yeah like, i mean it completely for better or worse it completely changed the you know how movies are made like there are like more quote-unquote important movies there are like uh movies that i would put as good as this like i mean I, to this to me this is like the top tier of movies like i don't think there's anything really better than like what i, I want out of a movie it doesn't yeah. really get better than this there are obviously movies that i like as much you know what i mean just I to be clear we're talking we're talking about matrix 3 revolution yeah right? revolution <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I, th- I always go to uh no country for old men is my like that was the most incredible. No, yeah, that's, again, that's like, for me. That's on the same tier of yeah. this movie. What I'm saying is, like, in terms of like, like the imprint that this movie made on culture, like mm-hmm. it just cannot be like from just I like mean, in terms of action movies. I don't think it's been tops. Really? I think the only thing that's come close name, is name an action movie. Uh, oh, you're, you're saying as far as the uh, action movies, it's the top. Don't yeah, they, like I, I don't, okay. I don't think a movie has come out since that is top. I would say one. the only one that's come close to me is Fury Road. Right. Well, the, also like the Bullet Time. That was the first time that I, they did that with the uh, the bullets flying over Neo when he's like, they're like, "How did you move like that?" Yeah, you moved like they did, and it was like, "Oh man, what's happening here?" No, it's the it's one. It's, what was your favorite part when you were eight? It was that because I remember like that. I remember like that. This was a time period when like um, like. 90s and 2000s I mean I guess prior to that too but like that was when like movies really permeated culture where you would see like like fucking like Al Roker would be doing bullet time on like TV you know I mean like not in him specifically but like, like it's one of those things Wait, where like please everyone, tell me that's a real example I, I, I would not that be Al Roker I would not be surprised but you know what I mean like 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 movies has such an imprint on culture that like everyone would be talking about this thing and like the references from and the, I'm just going to dodge this storm from yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then the storm says, dodge this. <laughs> and zaps him with lightning. <laughs> um, but you know I, I mean? can only show you the weather. You have to walk through it. <laughs> like, For remember- all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there's a very famous um, sketch from the MTV Movie Awards where yes. Will Ferrell's playing the architect. And because <laughs> that's how that. much like everyone and it, it wasn't like at this point if a movie at the level of the Matrix came out other than a Marvel movie like if somebody did like um and they were playing like um um if somebody did a sketch on an award show and they were playing um the the Baron from uh, Dune 
Like no one would get that reference. Right. You know what I mean? But that's because like it's like because movies don't permeate across culture in that way. So anyway, my point was like bullet time was like huge. Like e- even though I hadn't seen the movie, everyone in school was like doing like fucking yeah. like slow motion moving your arms backwards because like yeah. you didn't even have to see the movie to have like everyone knows what this is about. Like the trailers were so big and everything. So that was like the coolest shit was like this guy's fucking moving in slow motion. <laughs> like that was like, cool as fuck. Um, well, but the thing and was, dodging bullets. It was the camera, the camera that went around him. Was the thing that like but that's the innovative technology? Like it, it, they, it was like it's it's not even one. Ca- it's like it's like twenty five cameras surrounding his body, mm-hmm. and he just basically taking the you know, it's, it's almost like stop motion. It's like taking a bunch of still images, and then you stitch the image together. It's it's a fucking. It owes a lot to Blade. Blade. Let's let's give credit where credit's due. Blade invented bullet time. Did it? It did. Yeah, there is some like it, watch Blade again. There's you can it's because that was 1997, such, if I uh, recall correctly. It's the technology and the effects in that movie are like right behind the Matrix. Like it's almost there. The first, and then, the first and then two Blade movies are great. I really like those movies. Yeah, they're, they're good. They're good movies. Uh, <laughs> no, they are. Like Blade Three sucks. Yeah, it's really bad. And um, I'm, you ever heard that story? Pat Oswalt tells about um, being on set and like. Wesley Snipes wouldn't come out of his trailer. Yeah, so they would just shoot from behind him. Yeah, <laughs> dude. So Yo, he, th- he 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 went method for Blade. He refused to be called anything other than Blade, and only talked through post-it notes to the rest of the set. Right. Signed by Blade. <laughs> right. He's a joke in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, where Chris Evans' character uh, Lucas Lee, he's like um he. He has, you know, the, thing, the whole thing with the stunt doubles he yeah. has. He's like, um, so oh, bla- uh, get blazed in my wings. He, he, um, um, Ed they based that off of the stories from Wesley Snipes and Blade Three. They were like, um, like, like, oh, I let him do the wide shots when I want to get blazed back in my wings. <laughs> <laughs> they like that's that's where they got that joke from. They like, um, because they heard those stories and like, yeah, we gotta put that in there. But um, <laughs> no, this movie was just like this, this is the biggest deal. But I like, I think what one of the reasons why it's stuck around in like pop culture so long and like people are like there's no reason why they should like want to make a matrix for like other than like just the money part of it because like, mm-hmm. there's no reason like there's, there's not too many other movies from that period of time that had the staying power of the matrix even after the sequels weren't as well received you know right. what i'm saying like um but it's, it's because like the craft of the movie was is was was high as well right. and i think there's a lot, a lot of what gets lost in like um like I love a lot of the Marvel movies. I don't like some of them or whatever. But I think the way that they their production process is like all the the previs um, stunts in action. So you don't really get a lot of um, like recognizable, distinguishable shots in like awesome filmmaking. You know what I mean? Like it's like like you're interested in in like the Marvel of it all, but you're not interested in like like the fucking amazing like um, action direction or whatever. And I think with the, the Wachowskis. Are so good at staging direction, are so good at shooting, um, staging direction, staging action, uh-huh. staging, a uh, blocking action, um, and like the, the choreography is incredible. They had such a great crew on this movie, so that it all comes together. It's not just like there's cool shit because like how many movies have aped bullet time or or like the the aesthetic of the Matrix and, shit and, and didn't do it as well right. because it's not the total package. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, I was thinking about this rewatching it last night with the effects and everything, and like how they have influenced all movies going forward, particularly the Marvel movies, and how, like, I get better in the shape about how CGI-heavy they are, and then whatever. The reason it works so well for The Matrix, and why The Matrix is timeless, even though it has these by now sort of dated effects, is because it's taking place in a simulation. Mm. So, like, you expect 
they when things go wonky, when they bend the rules, it makes logical sense that it would look all video gamey. You know, it's right. like <clears throat> part of the story. And uh, unfortunately, they're like, okay, every movie should look like this from now on, and it doesn't always fucking work. But for the Matrix, it's like it's the only one that has that, where like the CGI is almost part of the story if you think about it. Yeah, and also it's like it's a perfect blend of practical and uh, digital. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because like some that's of the, it, that, yeah, I, I would say like. I would say far less of this movie looks bad now than you would think. Like mm. even like some of the stuff that's like that's not great. It doesn't look much worse than the worst stuff you see, like or like the. But, the, then, the, but then even the sequel, you watch The Matrix Two, and you're like, this fucking sucks. This is like they went way too. Heavy. What is too it's much digital? Because I think yeah, it, it, it's mostly like all the Sentinel stuff. You know what I mean? Or or like the um the scene right where, where, when, where in, when he's fighting when the one hundred. The, the, the sure. Sentinels in the real world look kind of phony. Yeah. The, uh, but the thing is, I was watching this thing on Instagram, and it was the movie. Uh, you watched the whole movie. I watched. I watched Instagram the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but they were interviewing Keanu Reeves back 1999, and they were talking about that uh, the fight when he fights uh, Morpheus for the first time, mm-hmm. and he has to like do that jump kick yeah. and kick him three times, and he's on in a harness on the rope, and he's talking about. It. He goes, "I got so fucking pissed." He goes, "That I." He goes, "Fuck this." He goes, "I can't do it today." He goes, "Come in on Monday, and we'll do it." And he goes, then we came in that Monday and we did it. And, like, showing him do it, he's on a rope, but it's really fucking him doing it, I yeah. think. So, like, there's, a you know, stunt people doing their things and shit like that. But I think that, because I know that Keanu, like, he tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, they had to stu- stop shoot, uh, shooting for a little while. But he was doing all of his own stunts. And I feel like that always kind of lends to story. In an action movie, lends to storytelling when you can see someone's face uh, when they're doing those stunts and shit like that, and yeah, because you could cut to their face, and it, 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 you know, it's there. like a lot of times you like when they're using a, a stunt double or they're doing a CG double, they have to cut around, like so. Then they often go super wide with it, or like they'll do like show the body shots, but they don't show the face because they're hiding. But like even some of like it's, but it's also like attention to detail because there are scenes. Like I was watching this uh, featurette on um Spider Man Two, Raimi's Spider Man Two, mm-hmm, my favorite, and um, there's a scene where he's fighting uh where Peter. And um, it actually wasn't a feature. It was um, Corridor Digital. They were doing, uh, they do these uh, VFX artists react to bad and great CGI on YouTube. Great series. But they were, they're showing the scene where Peter is, uh, Spider-Man's fighting Doc Ock on the side of a building. And he's like, they're like, this is all CG. But like, it's an excellent, like you don't, it's so seamless. So when it, when it cuts from like, they're they're inside the building. Then they're fighting on the outside, and like the whole fall like down the, the side of the building yeah. is, is 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 all CG. But it looks super well done because they put the time in. The thing about a lot of movies why the CG ends up looking bad is because they they don't have the time to make it look as good as possible. It's like we're on a deadline. This has to come out by March, you know, twenty sixth. So it's like it's got to be done when it's got to be done. You know, what right. I mean, this movie is like they had a certain budget, but like. um Warner Brothers gave them the time to do it. You know what I mean? And 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 because it came all from the directors who have a good relationship with like their uh their um digital effects crew, mm-hmm. they like they can express to them what they need from it cuz a lot of times that's what the issue is I've I've I've, I've found is that like the director's like, oh, I want this to happen. It's like, how do you expect this to happen? You know what I mean? Like, how do you want, like, he's like, I want him to fly through the wall. And it's like, <laughs> like, you want me to do this by next week? You know what I mean? Like, you should have told me this 
months ago. It's like understanding what the <laughs> what their job is and putting them in the position to succeed. You know what I'm saying? Now, now it's like I want him to fight a screensaver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, I just keep thinking of like parts of the movie that I love, like when they uh, he has deja vu, and then they got to fucking hide in the wall because they got all the cops coming in or whatever it is. I was watching that today, and I'm like, how did they find? Like, is this in the script? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they, yeah. They, like, cause they, did they did they scout location before they wrote the script? Like, how did they find this spot to do that action? Like, it's so cool. And then when when they have to go slide down the fucking, it's so cool. But like, like who found that location? Also, like in that in that scene. When Morpheus is like, he's like, oh shit, I gotta fight. And he jumps through the wall and he goes, to fight. What do you like? What do you like? He got gears up, yeah. Up before he like punches through. This shit is so <laughs> fucking dope. There's <laughs> another great thing the Matrix does. The way it like paces and like lays out the rules of the world is yeah. so well done where like, like Inception tried to be that and in, in my opinion completely failed. It just I feels like, like they're making up I bullshit. Is they, very good. I, I like it for like the cool visuals and shit, but I, I think the way they dull out the rules of that world just seems really ham-fisted and making it up as you go along. The Matrix feels, like, really plotted out and really thought out. And, like, the way you get, like, the deja vu thing doesn't feel out of nowhere. The way you said, well, if you die here, you die in the real world. It sets up the stakes, you know? Well, isn't there... So, uh, there's... uh, I thought there were issues of plagiarism with the screenplay. Because I know that they were saying that there was some similarities... With the Matrix? Yes. And they were saying that there was a lot of similarities to, um... Oh shit! I can't think of the name of the, the comic book writer. Uh, shit! This is what, what is he? What is he written? Uh, he Superman for all seasons. Uh, he also did um, Grant Morrison. Mark yes, Mark? Grant Morrison. <laughs> yeah. They did. They did borrow a little bit from Gil Thorpe. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's that one? So it's like a guy who plays football and he's nice. Oh, did he take <laughs> red pills? Yeah. Is that what it was? <laughs> he takes Goofinol. Goofinol. <laughs> Fuck, what the hell is the name of it? Uh, Not Doom Patrol, not Arkham Asylum. <laughs> Pretty close. I feel like the, the, mix is, the, the Invisibles. Mix is also they, like, oh, yeah. right, right, right. right. Oh, I'm saying there's a lot of similarities to the Invisibles yeah. and like this, uh, the construct that we're living in. And that came out a few years beforehand. But like we were talking similar, like I was talking about George Harrison. Uh, and he uh, subconscious plagiarism. Yeah. From uh, uh, she's so fine, and I guess there's some similarity between that and my sweet lord. Mm-hmm. So I and there's a bunch of kind of issues with plagiarism, but I don't think. I mean, maybe they read these things. Well, I think I remember and it seeped into. It. I mean, the idea that we're in a simulation wasn't as ubiquitous back then. Like no, now definitely not. Definitely not. You wouldn't think twice of it now, but like back then, it's like, hey, I give him the first to stake that out or whatever. Yeah, it was one of those things. I think um, the the that kind of I don't know if it was a lawsuit ever filed, but like that kind of fills it out because it's like you don't you don't own the idea of the simulation. You know what I mean? Like like there there is obviously a similarity between these two stories, but like I think the the, the end, at the end of the day, it's like the decision is like like the Invisibles didn't Grant Morrison didn't create the idea of like like living in a simulation. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was like you said it wasn't as ubiquitous at the time. No, the machines did. Yeah, well, that's right. The, you, <laughs> the sentiments. Um, the um, what was I gonna say about that scene in the wall? Coming out the wall, Morph- Morphe's getting pumped up. You're talking about uh, sight finding, uh, sc- scouting for oh, location. Oh, scouting, sight yeah. finding. I was, I was, I, 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 I came all the way back, baby. <laughs> sight finding. Um, no, it's it's uh, the, oh oh, Rice was still. I was gonna say 
I dis- completely disagree about the the rules of Inception. I think it is well done, but <laughs> but I do agree that this is well done as well. Uh, <laughs> Can you give me better? A little bit? Oh, right. I would say better. Sure, I like. This movie. I think this movie's better. So yeah, I'll give you better. Um, like I think it's 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 a it's an excellent uh, the way they dole out not only the 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 rules of the world but the ideas at play are so. Um, Awesome to like the philosophy of it and like the the mystery of like whether it's the real world or not because it's it's the thing they do where like every time something significant happens to Neo before he um like gets into like actually uh, out of the matrix, uh-huh. it he it happens to him that he immediately wakes up from a dream like 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 when he um he meets Trinity for the first time it cuts to him waking up so he's like is that did that happen or not he doesn't right. know and then when he um. When he gets arrested and the, uh, they, they put, put the, the bug, bug in him, stomach. the next scene he wakes up from a dream. So it, it's already establishing like the idea of there being even, even before you even before you're aware of the movie doing the the twist of the movie being like they're not in the real world. They're establishing the uneasiness of like what's happening, what's real, and what's not from the get go. You're not even you're not even recognizing it. You know they're not like. Can I kind of bring it so that maybe a little unsavory? Uh, do we think that Neo is a child pornographer? What? I mean, <laughs> no, we don't. I, 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 where the hell did that come from? Well, you know, he's like real shady, downloaded all this illegal stuff, and then they arrest him. They're like, "Oh, you're guilty of just about every cyber crime we have a law for." Makes we go, like, "What's he doing?" You went to child pornography. <laughs> I thought he was like stealing codes from banks. And I don't know. Information, that just, that man. Just, information that just gets is, weird these days. I'll put this out there. It's not it's not impossible that he, right. But also, I don't I didn't I did I never I never uh I I like Neo no, I, mean, I, just, I don't think it was the intention of the filmmakers. <laughs> I that certainly don't Neo believe it was the intention. As a child pornographer, I'm just saying when he's in that interrogation room. It's not outside development. <laughs> It would have been funny if they had just straight up said that, like, dude, are you fucking, are you fucking trafficking child porn? Dude? Would that be a funny? Would that be a funny like scene uh, in Zion when like he's walking through or whatever, and they're like, you know, I heard when Neo was on Earth, that's that child pornography. He was into child pornography, and they're like, what? Not the savior of the that okay. Matrix. So I'm, okay, so that is actually pretty funny, and like, no, no, what I'm gonna say is, I think that's actually a good idea. I'm glad they didn't do this in the movie, but that would have been an interesting wrinkle of like. Like the idea of what do you like? You know, like the idea of the greater good, and like sometimes you let someone get away with something, right? Like, cause he's the one. So not child pornography specifically, but like if Neo had like some fucking like negative trait to him, right? He started that, a cult, and like, but like, so like, you did a lot of cyber crime. Yeah, huh? yes. Yeah, cyber, <laughs> just vague cyber crime. Yeah. Um, but then juxtaposing that with like with like um. Uh, Morpheus's zealotry and like saying like okay like how much are we gonna like let him get away with right he's diddling kids yeah I, w- I would definitely draw the line at <laughs> inside pornography for sure nothing, he's like, nothing hey, will convince Morpheus you're not the one not anything you say not anything I say not all the kid porn stuff you did for money nothing what if he was they were like hey uh, Morpheus hey Neo Trinity really likes you huh and he's like yeah yeah any kids around I don't think so <laughs> My friend here doesn't I'm like. Not, look, I'm not saying he's into it. I'm just saying like he was fine. He made it. money doing shady computer shit. 
<laughs> yeah, that would break my heart. I would not like. Yeah, to <laughs> that would destroy. I would have to delete this episode. I can't be in favor. It would break my heart, <laughs> dude. You just like you just put a damper on my whole fucking day. Oh, enough. <laughs> that is wild shit. No, I think he was like uh, he was like zero cool in hackers. If you've ever seen that before, he Hackers crashed. Is a quality film. Shot at Stuyvesant High School. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's racist line. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> well, you, I, you didn't have to say anything. I would have believed that you came up with it. Um, but it was. It was Shot at Stuyvesant High School. Yeah, yeah it, was. it was. It's a uh, performing arts school yep. for people with smart brains. Right down the street from uh, the World Trade Center. Neo and Trinity oh. are kind of the crash and burn of our generation. In many ways, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, that's a good tagline. <laughs> For if we ever make a movie about the Matrix, yes, <laughs> Neo and Trinity are sort of like the crash and burn for our yeah. generation. That's yeah, that, if, you, yeah, if you break down the Matrix on a storytelling storytelling level, it goes all the way back to hackers. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of does. The oldest story ever told: hackers. Hackers. <laughs> Jesus was a hacker. Um, that would that would that would have been a good uh like a not a tagline but like um like a quote from like like the uh Robert Roger Ebert um review like you know how they put that on the poster sometimes like it yeah. like Roger Ebert says this <laughs> Neo and Trinity are sort of like the crash and burn for our generation and just people yeah you know Roger Ebert would just die hard stand up for like the dumbest fucking movie sometimes like every now and then no I love that about him. <laughs> No, that, yeah, that's what. Because like, it, 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 it reminds that me that everyone's so wrong sometimes. Ebert, I could see Roger Ebert being a diehard Hackers fan for some reason. Yes, <laughs> I think I think he liked it. I think he gave it three stars. It reminds me that everybody's an idiot sometimes. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Roger Ebert. Yeah, even Roger Ebert. <laughs> even fucking like Pauline Kael didn't like some great shit. You know what I mean? Like. No one's old. But he's so good at what he does. It's like entertaining. What he no, yeah, even gives his Chloe review, even his argument for shit like, is like was yeah. good. Was good. Rest in peace. Rest in ah. peace, Roger. Rest in peace to his lower jaw. Oh man, that was so weird. That sucked, man. They couldn't have gotten him like a different head <laughs> near the end of Give his life. Give him a new head. Give this guy a new well, head. Well, the only well the only donor head they could find was uh, Gene Siskel. Yeah, Gene Siskel, <laughs> and he, you know, refused. <laughs> <laughs> From beyond the grave. <laughs> you know what I think? I, I wonder about this movie. Uh, getting a little bit more serious. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> is what made Morpheus think that Neo was the one? Right. Right. Because obviously, in the real world, Neo is like a legendary hacker or whatever. But that hack, like one of the things I was watching when I watched it, I watched it this morning again just to refresh, even though I've, I wouldn't have needed to because I've seen it a million times. But what? there is no translation into... I mean, I guess he hacks into the idea of the Matrix once, like, you know what I mean? Like, he, his mind allows him to, like, do shit that he's not be able to, supposed to be able to do. But everyone can do some shit that they're not supposed to be able to do within the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Neo could just do more of it. You know what I mean? I wish there was, like... I, it doesn't make... The, the movie isn't any worse for it, but I wish there was, like, something that he could do within the real world. Like, yeah, exactly. one, one little nugget of, like, what it is that makes him special would have... Yeah, like because like bit, yeah. he just like finds this guy and he's like he's the one and it's like when what like in like the in the in the sequels and and even in the first one when like um uh, Cipher Joey Pants' character is like um like I don't know if he's the one it's like yeah I, like th- their skepticism isn't unfounded because we have seen nothing from him like 
to suggest that he is. And I, I, I think that could have been an interesting um, thing to explore. It's just like, why is he the one? Just because right. you said so? Like just, like just because the Oracle said you would find the one, the first guy you found is like, yeah, this guy's the one. Well, that's what like, I think well, about. When you pull that out into the sequels, I know we don't have a lot of reverence for that, but it turns out like the very concept of the one is like pretty dubious amongst the Zionites. Yeah. You know? Well, I think like, about... they're not all on board. Who was uh, the uh, the skinny kid that invented the um, the Mouse. women in red? Mouse. Mouse. Yeah. Like his pal. Like the thing he gets to do is pick up the machine guns and die. Like you couldn't have done anything else. He didn't kill one bad guy. He just well, no one had killed an agent at that <laughs> he, point. He died a hero because he you know had to make scream and make a big noise basically. So everyone he had to hold him off. <laughs> yeah. And him starting shooting is what alerted them to be the fact that like okay, now we got to start shooting too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he was he was self-aware in that moment where he's just like, I'm going to be as loud as possible so they know not to come here. So I don't know if you guys seen the sequel. I mean, I've um, seen the sequels recently, right? I have. I, I did a full rewatch. Um, but, like, <clears throat> doesn't the kid, he's actually called Kid in the movie. The one that, like, meets him at the dock with yeah, the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't he feel like he's the replacement for Mouse? Like, I feel like they should have kept Mouse alive and then let him be um, that kid. I hated that fucking kid. No, the kid sucked. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it just feel like it's the same exact character. Hey, like, Neo, can like, I help you with anything? Yeah. No, it's like, it's like, he's, like, I, he's like, he saved my life. Like, when did this happen? It happened off screen, and now, like, he's supposed to be a significant part of this movie? I, I know we're talking about the first Matrix. No, we can talk about all of them. Uh, so, part two, or maybe, no, it's the, it's the th they're in both uh, two and three. The machines that they have to shoot the Sentinels are the fucking corniest things I've ever seen. The like, mechs? Yeah. Like, when they're yeah. raising their arms in the air, yeah. and they're like, whoa! And I'm like, what the fuck? It doesn't look good. This is so stupid. And honestly, I like yeah, I think it. the thing from Aliens, paint it gray. Yeah, put fucking, guns on it. Yeah, yeah. it's very, like, it, 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 it's one of the, the only times where this move, this these movies look like everything else of, like, within the sci-fi genre. Like, yeah. so much of the aesthetic of The Matrix is so unique. Up until you start getting seeing some of that Zion stuff, and you're just like, "Oh, this just looks like everything else." And that's when it, like, that's one of, the, one of the notes I made is like, like it's it's so it's so uniquely like it it created its own visual language and its own like aesthetic that yeah. so many people aped going forward. But like that stuff doesn't really work, and that's one of the things I noticed watching the sequels is I think so much of the um, when they're in the Matrix, like as like like um like without the like not the real world but the Matrix. I think almost all of that stuff works so well. I think almost all the stuff in Zion doesn't work, but it, it's sort of the back... I understand why they put it in there, and it's the backbone, and it could work, but I think all the stuff that happens in Zion is so uninteresting because you want to see them, like, you want to you want to follow... The, like, the, the problem with this, the sequels is it gets into, like, the, the real stakes of it, um, like, the, the actual human stakes of it. Well, I feel like what you want to do after the first one is follow more of the ph philosophical stuff. Like, right, like, that's what I found like the, the stuff with the interesting. That scene with the architect is incredible. It's so good. Everything, every yes, scene, but it's, it's tacked on to the very end of a shitty, shitty movie. I, it didn't... <laughs> I'm, uh... I'm trying to think when I hate the uh, the Smiths fight on the basketball court. It's too long. It's too that's long. the worst. It's too long. And, and that's, that's the worst use of CGI. Like the whole yeah, it's, yeah. It, 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 it literally looks a like waste. a PS2 game. Yeah. And, and, and that's yeah. one of the other times when the CG doesn't look good. And the problem with that fight is it's it's completely weightless in terms of like the CGI. Right. And, and there are no stakes to the fight. Right. Exactly. And one of the things I, I noticed, I was talking, uh, I did a rewatch a couple months ago of the whole uh, trilogy, <clears throat> and I. <clears throat> One of the things I uh, uh, was uh, noticed was, I think the problem with a lot of the fights in, especially early in the um, the second movie, is that 
it feels like they're just fighting just to fight, right? Right. Where every time there was combat in the first movie, it was not only was it important to like them staying alive and like the the plot of the movie, but it was a character moment for Neo. So that that's why at the end of the movie when he's fighting the agents and he's like he's putting his hand behind his back, it's like it's fully real. It's him fully realizing himself as the one. He's like yeah. he, he like he 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 cannot be stopped. But he earned that through every fight he had. Like the fight with Morpheus is like he's still not able to like like even when he he bests Morpheus in the fight, he doesn't feel comfortable like. Like doing it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like he can't. I know what you're trying to do. Yeah, he can't make the jump. Yeah. He um the first time he fights uh like he, they, uh, um even Cypher's like if you f- if you fucking come across an agent run dude yeah. like like don't try to be a hero. <laughs> so then when he finally does fight him in the train station and he and he and he beats him, it's like okay like it's it every step of the way it's it's a part of his character journey. In the second movie, the the Smiths just show up to the the that clubhouse that they're yeah, at. Upgrade. And he, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, that's that fight is nothing. <laughs> Um and then the fight with Seraph I think it's cool because uh in terms of like what is uh Seraph, um the the Oracle's bodyguard oh the key the yeah 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 I think that's a good fight because you have to fight someone to know that yeah I think yeah, that's an yeah. interesting fight because it's somebody showing someone toe to toe with he's Neo glowing gold yeah but also I completely forgot that he was in that movie and that, that was a character yo you want to know what's like, funny I don't think I'm alone there <laughs> Roy Jones Jr. is in Reloaded and they he doesn't do anything wouldn't you want to see Roy Jones Jr. fighting Box. the main <laughs> He's boxing, <laughs> boxing a shit. sentinel. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That'd be so fun. Well, yeah, I mean, it would give him more purpose. In like, it's one of those things. Like, I think the the the, the other issue with that uh, the the Matrix Reloaded is it's the the problem of more. Where it's like, oh, let's just do more cool right. shit. And I think, I think it's, when it works, it really works. Like that highway sequence is one the of the truck, best yeah, action the sequences fight. of the of the two thousands. Period. It's incredible. Morpheus and the agent but, on top of the truck. Yeah. So but it, there's dope. so much of that stuff that doesn't around it that doesn't work. So, and like I was saying, like so then like the next fight after this, uh, the Sarah fight is the the one hundred agents fight. And it's like it just feels weightless. And it feels like he's just fighting them just to fight them because he just flies off at the end. And like, <laughs> what were the consequences of this fight? You know, like, like it doesn't it doesn't mean anything for anyone. It doesn't mean anything for. Um, Agent Smith. Other than the fact that we we know he's he's now able to like go into other um, yeah take over other programs, them. but we knew that already because it happened in two other scenes. So it doesn't really expound on anything within the plot. It's just a reason to have him fight a hundred agents, which in in theory is cool, but it doesn't really like <clears throat> it's great for it a trailer. Is a reason to put Jet Li into the movie. <laughs> That's not Jet, 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 Jet Li. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ, take that out. He can cut that out. <laughs> oh, man, what a what nightmare. That, it's just some actor. Yeah, he's just... Oh, shit. Yeah, karate guy. Um, <laughs> but, um... So I feel like a lot of the fights are just, like, for the sake of... Um, and I think, I think this is an interesting thing you could have done with that fight where it's like... What you realize with Agent Smith is they kind of establish it in the first movie, and, it, and I think they go a little bit more into it in the second movie. Is when he takes over a person, that's a real person that's now dead. Like when he when he goes into another person's body, like when the agent takes when the program takes over uh, a human that's just walking around anywhere, and now he's that that person's dead. After if you notice, even like in the first movie, when there's the helicopter pilot when they're fighting on the roof, well, they get killed. They're, they're not. I mean, you get yeah, shot in I, the head. I actually wondered about that. That's I, that's so kind they, of unresolved for me. Do they or because you never see them jump out of a body without getting killed? 
Yeah, so the person that they took over is now dead. That's that's canon. You know what I mean? So, oh, is it? So I think that's an interesting way to that would be an interesting thing to explore is like Neo not wanting to fight the agents because like he knows that he's going to be killing a person and like like trying to figure out a way to, to defeat the, uh, the agents without killing because by beating a hundred agents you just beat you just killed a hundred people that you could have saved and took out of the matrix you know what i'm saying well so only humans though because at the end of revolutions like the little girl who they took over at the, at the train that's station. a program <clears throat> right so uh, the programs that's what i'm saying so like but like all the people like those weren't all programs that he was fighting he was fighting humans he, those are people that are just around so i think that's an interesting way that would be an interesting way to make that fight interesting and also like they should have just they should have ramped up to a hundred it should have been he should have been fighting a hundred agents or a thousand agents 10 minutes into the movie that should have been like at the very end of the movie you know what I mean? it should have been like 12 you know what i mean where it's right. like he gets overwhelmed enough where it's like okay i can beat one of you i can maybe beat three of you but i can't beat 12 i gotta figure like uh i gotta i gotta um outsmart you to get out of this fight and then i can figure this out later but fighting 100 agents is just, it's just, it's just a way to just like show off what you, what you could do with cgi at the time right but it, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel and then uh, he hits him with a stop sign or whatever yeah it's like well, yeah it's, it's it's it kind of sucks boring um, yeah yeah but then well, the reason why the sequel's kind of like don't get well in the first place. Is like you leave Matrix One, uh, like oh, he's like God. Like right. he can do anything. And then in order to have a sequel, you can't have the main character just be omnipotent. That's fucking boring. So you have to be like. Well, no, you just kind of, like, fly around and, well, like, yeah, if you do, hold the zone with the agents. The way to do it is to do, like, an all-star Superman thing where it's, like... Yeah, like depower him. Depower him and also, like, like the kind of, like, he's being tested. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you can, like... I think a way to do it is to make Agent Smith like, okay, you can do, you can fly now, you can, you can beat me, but like, can you do all these things? Like, right. and I think it's interesting thing they do with the Trinity thing, where Trinity's gonna die, and at the end he has to like, he has to like go to super, like, I mean, he's already superhuman, but like, how fast he has to fly to come scoop in and, I think that's amazing, see? Right. You know what I mean? But I think so much around, around grabbing the bullet out of her was like, what the fuck, what the fuck just happened? I think How it works. No, but that. I think it, I think it works though because like here's the, the idea of the Matrix, right? None of this it's is real. Code, I think like that's that's the whole point. It's like the idea is the reason why I, even like like in the movie it's like oh she kissed him in the first movie when he dies and she, um um uh Trinity kisses Neo he comes back to life. But I think the idea is and it's not said textually but I, I'm kind of reading this into it is that Neo realizes that like what Morpheus says to him is if your brain thinks you're dead you're dead but you don't have to be like I'm not in this is not me you kill me in the Matrix I'm not really dead so I think the idea is he can pull a bullet out of her because this is not Trinity The like Trinity in real life did not get shot in the chest it's Trinity's mind that got shot in right. you know what I'm saying so the idea that he can pull a bullet out of someone is in line with what he, what, he, what he's um, capable of in that world, because if he can fly, he can he can fucking pull a bullet out of your chest. Because it's none of this is real, and that's the thing. The idea behind the one is that he's the one who's finally figured out like I can do anything. I can do literally do anything because none of this is it's all in your mind. That's and that's like it's like he's just an extension of whatever like any of the the um, the people in Zion can do. It's just like he's the the fullest realization of it. You know what I mean? I think about the scene when Joey Pants is eating the steak. And it's like, ignorance is bliss. And it's like, so they were making things for nourishment in the Matrix, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, wouldn't they, I mean, so the program that creates a bullet, right, that could, it's supposed, it, you feel pain, 
Yeah, but yeah, but they don't. He's not because this is his thing. They don't really eat in the Matrix. You know what I mean? Like, because they eat the fucking. Yeah, they eat the. They eat the single cell protein, yeah. synthetic aminos, simple, and vitamins yeah. and minerals. Everything the body Tastes needs. Like tasty wheat. Because that's, that's, that's one of the things I was thinking. Is like whenever I had to go eat, I would just go into the Matrix and just go get some fucking ramen or something. I wouldn't fucking eat that fucking bullshit. Yeah, just hooking up to a feeding tube, but like, like, like tank, load the McDonald's program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's one of those things, though, right? The more food you eat in the Matrix, the more, like, in, in, like, in our real world, it, like, softens your mind and makes you not care about living in the Matrix. You know what I'm saying? Like me. That's why I eat pizza. I'm like, I love it! The Matrix is great! <laughs> yeah, and I also think he's just eating that just because it's a cool scene to have, like 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 him having dinner with the agent. Like, I mean, like, right. If it, it's just more interesting because like, it gives him something to do. Like he gets to ham it up in that scene, like the way he's holding it on yeah. the fork and the way he chooses. Like the Matrix is telling me this is juicy, yeah. and delicious. Yeah, it, like I don't know. It, I mean, Neo, that's that's a good point. Like Neo is a savior character. He's Jesus. He's Buddha. So like he has to shun the comforts of the Matrix. He has to like live a, a life of suffering to get his truth or whatever. Right. Yeah, I think, I think it's just more stuff that, like, I think the, the issue with the sequels for me is that they didn't go, they didn't do enough of the philosophical stuff. That's, and that's what I loved about, when, it's, it's when the I best got shit. home from the first movie, I went to the website because they had all these, like, interactive things that you could click on. Yeah. And, like, all the symbolism in the movie, like, you know, there's three of them, the Holy Trinity and Neo and, Spelling that backwards is one, and all this other crazy shit. No, so I got real. What's that? You got you got to rearrange a couple letters. You don't just spell it backwards. Well, I I I don't know how to spell. <laughs> well, he's Brian Eno. Brian Eno. He is Brian. Yes, that's that's that's, yeah, that's the secret of this movie is that yeah. Neo is Brian Eno. <laughs> he was uh, he was in Roxy Music. That's what people weren't getting. They're like, how is he Brian Eno? He didn't produce a single song in this. Remember when the train ran and he got some plug? He was just like. I was in Roxy's. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the album with the topless broad? Um, yeah, I think it's like, because even in the third one, which I think is the worst of the three, um, all the stuff with the Oracle, all the stuff with the little girl at the, the waste, like the train station, where that's fascinating stuff. And the idea of the Matrix being created over and over, like, um, and like, is this There's just part ideas in both of the sequels. They're just not done well. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Well, I like, uh, what's uh, the train station manager, that tall, gangly, weird guy? I mean, he's more powerful than Neo in that way station. The, the train, train manager, yeah. yeah, the train yeah manager. That's his, that was interesting. Like, he's the, he's the Neo of that one little Yeah, that one little, cause, yeah, because he created it. So that, <laughs> and, the, and the idea where you see, like, the human side to the programs, where, like, they're not all in this war. Some of them are just, like, guys like us. Well, like, did you guys see the Animatrix? They did like a bunch of like animated. Know. It's on HBO Max. I remember I bought it because I was really into. I was pumped for the sequels. Mm -hmm. So they do this thing where they talk about kind of uh, our reliance on um, computers, machines, and then the backlash. And it was they show like humans. You know, there's you think it's an android. There's this one scene in one of the animatrix. It's like little vignettes, and it's like it's this woman. And she's being beaten in the middle of the street, and then they rip her clothes off. But then all of a sudden, they start ripping her skin off, mm -hmm. and she's a robot underneath. And then they're just like they're beating this robot in the middle of the streets, and fires all around. So like they show like how humans were worse than the machines were. Yeah. And then it's like, well, machines are more capable, and they were like, well, you know what? Fuck you guys. We're gonna blow you up. Well, I was. <laughs> 
so I, I've I've read more about the anime. Series. I've only seen a couple of the like the the the, the different vignettes, whatever. Yeah. But like, I was listening to Blank Check, uh, which is a great podcast, and they were talking. Um, Griffin on Blank Check was talking about that's what he was hoping for from the Matrix yes. sequels was that like not just following Neo's story, but doing more stories within the Matrix because I think that's part of the thing is like the Matrix as a concept is very cool. You don't necessarily. I feel like Neo's arc. Is you? I mean, obviously, there's more you could do with it, but like, right. it's a very com- that movie's very complete. You know, what I mean, it it from point A to point B, he he gets where he needs to get. You know, what I mean, he starts as a non-believer, he ends up like the power of belief is what makes him the one. Whatever, right. you don't really need more than that. There is interesting stuff that he did to do with it going forward, but I think uh, uh, one of the things they could have done with those sequels is explore more things within the Matrix right. and not just follow Neo's story. I don't know. I just feel but like. What if, there, what if there's like a Neo equivalent to the machines? Like, we get the machine savior story of like the first machine to like rise up against the humans or whatever. Well, I think, I, but I think that was kind of one of the things where, uh, if you want to talk about power specifically, uh, the creator, I mean, it would probably be. Um, what's his face? Uh, the old white guy. <laughs> I keep blowing it. I keep forgetting his name. The architect? The architect. The architect. Like, so he wouldn't want to create someone be- more powerful than him. You know what I mean? That would go up. He wanted to be kind of the. He could have, I think, if he wanted to, programmed someone to fight Neo. And that, but they, the agents is kind of what they did. But he wouldn't want it so that he could lose power. You know what I mean? Like, if this guy's so powerful to beat Neo, he could then in turn probably beat me. You know what I mean? Well, I think I think the idea is that they get so wrapped up in that shit that they'll they they don't realize they're just continuing the cycle. But at the end of the third movie. The Oracle and their architect sort of imply like this was part of the plan all along, but also right. they sort of deviated from the plan because now they've decided because each time the Matrix is created, they make a variation on it to continue the Matrix, but with slight variations. Because they talk about yeah, it in the first it's all, movie. all part of the system. This, this, this is from Lenchak and uh, uh, David Sims's take is that it's a subversion of the hero myth, and that is really cool. Where it's like. Yeah, this savior of yours, that's just one more part of the cog of our machine that just like you see people dumb and complacent until it's ready to harvest you. Right. Or whatever. And that becomes the thing you have to overcome. That also bummed me cool, out. Which is cool, but the third one oh, doesn't deliver at all. When they're like, oh, there's older versions of the Matrix. This is just whatever. Ver-. But I mean, I guess it makes sense, right? If you think about it, like uh, Windows operating system like and that growing and yeah, you gotta fix the bugs you gotta re- well, even, even there though it gives you a little bit of like ooh that was uh, quicker than the predecessors or whatever like you still it still gives you a sense of like maybe there is something truly unique and special about, about this Neo. guy specifically yeah cause they say the, yeah. the difference with Neo is that he goes to save Trinity like prior to that point every, every other one that made the decision like I'm gonna save humanity Versus, um, versus Trinity, and the idea you were way more into your trend than your predecessors. <laughs> <laughs> but with Neo, it's like he believes that he could do it all. That's what makes him different. He's like, like the power of love, not just for Trinity, but for humanity. He's like, I don't have to make this choice. Well, you know that was I mean? one of the more interesting parts of Reloaded, uh, and I've been so excited to say this name, and now I get a chance. Uh, Merovingian, Merovingian and his girlfriend, uh, Monica Bellucci. Uh, Persephone, Persephone yeah. yeah, and she's like, uh, I want you to kiss me the way uh, he, she kisses you, or he kisses her, or whatever. And he's like, ah, All right, and he goes, He kisses, like, gives her a peck on the lips. And she's like, No, I want you to kiss me like you love me. And like, Trinity's like, I'll fucking put a bullet in this bitch in a second <laughs> if you do that. And then, like, the realization, you know, that's 
love, right? Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, and she's totally floored by how Neo kisses her in the Matrix. And he's like, she, and then she's like, all right, I'll take you to the fucking Key Master or yeah. whatever it is. And that's another thing I liked about it. Uh, the werewolves, like, and the ghosts and shit like that. Yeah. Like, that was kind of a cool explanation. It's very cool. It's like, yeah. it's, cool concept. It's, 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 like, show me an Emma. Yeah, it's show like, it's the, it's the stuff you want to explore more. <laughs> right, turn it into a werewolf. Like, I just, I just feel like so much of that Zion shit just really fucking sucks. And not even yeah. like, like, people are like, oh, like, why are they fucking? Like, I don't have mind that at all. I think that's cool. Like, they would want to fuck. Like, yeah. ab- absolutely. Like, I don't understand what people are like, there shouldn't be sex scenes in movies. It's like, people fuck. Who the fuck says that? People, oh, there's a big contingent online of people saying like, 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 sex should only be implied in movies. Like, they shouldn't be like, full sex scenes. And it's like, why not? Like, so you you it's totally okay to show somebody getting their bl- their brains blown out in graphic detail, but like it's not okay to like way more people are fucking than blowing people's brains out on a daily basis. You right. Know what I mean? As far as I know, I mean I don't know how many people fuck. I think most of them. <laughs> I think a good amount. At least twenty two people worldwide are fucking every day. Yeah, they got to make up. That's, for a, that's a yeah. I gotta start blowing more people's brains out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, I think the, the stuff that's like the 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 conflict within Zion just. None of that shit works for me. Like the um, what's his name? I think it's the rave that people have more of an issue Dude, with. Well, the love scene is juxtaposed to the rave, and it, the rave is down. The rave is like so of its time, but not even. But I don't think the it's, rave it's so as a concept is dumb. I think the execution it it's just boring because like I think they would be celebrating. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like the way it it's it, it's done. It just it's just not visually interesting, and it's kind of just like I'd rather just get back to this other shit than seeing this. You know what I mean? I'd rather just see the scene of them fucking and then cut back to like the plot the than see them fucking people. like there's yeah. a lot of them like slow mo just fucking like jumping and fucking grinding. Like I don't care. Well, one of my uh, we were talking about the MTV Movie Awards where they incorporated parts from the second movie yeah. in the beginning and it's Sean William Scott and uh, Justin Timberlake and they're going to the rave and so it's one of my favorite things from that and I watch every <laughs> once in a while Andy Dick is in Zion and he's talking to him and he's like oh, no. he goes you guys gonna stick around for the there's gonna be a big orgy at Morpheus's place <laughs> and they like they intersplice dialogue into the scene and so Andy Dick yells at Morpheus when he's on the big in the cave on top of the thing before he talks, and he goes, Morpheus, what's going to be at the ra- uh, the orgy later? And he goes, machines. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. It's like none of the conflicts within, like that speech that Morpheus gives, yeah. it's like, and like everyone like on the council is like, why is he saying this? It's like, you allowed him to say this. <laughs> like, because like the thing about the, the, the movie would establish like, because when you, when you watch the first movie, you sort of think of Morpheus as the leader of all humanity. You know what I mean? You don't know that he's not like, he's just like a captain or whatever. He's not a part of the council. He's not like a general or whatever. He's just like the leader of this ship. When you watch the first Matrix, I'm thinking he's like, he's like, this, I'm thinking, my thought process when I watch the first Matrix is like, there's like 30 people alive. You know what I mean? Like, right. there's not like, like a like hundred thousand people in Zion, so I'm thinking like there's maybe like more than thirty, but like you know there's like a few thousand people, and Morpheus is at the top of the fucking the totem pole. He's, he's not even at the top of the totem pole. It happens. Like, yeah, exactly. So then they they like um Niobe's new boyfriend or whatever, who's like a commander, commander, uh, commander Monk, uh, yeah, whatever. He, they have a beef or whatever, and like that guy's performance sucks. Like he's just so like trying to be like gravelly and like I'm the like you know like he's very much like um we can't spare him. Yeah, he's very much like um <laughs> yeah he's very much like the um the captain in a buddy cop movie where it's like god damn it the guy, like like, like god damn it Neil yeah, yeah it's, well, he already burned Joey pants so he couldn't do it. 
So it's <laughs> yeah, yeah well yeah that's good. Um, <laughs> but like the idea the idea of like he's like oh you're not allowed to do this but I have to let you like like the, there is no like the hierarchy doesn't make any sense. They're like he's like what should we do? Should we tell them the truth or um like kind of not tell them what's really happening? And and Morphe's like we should tell them the truth. So then um one of the councilmen goes up and tells them the like their version of the story and then Morpheus immediately takes the stage without anyone stopping him and just says actually what's really happening is this so let's dance <laughs> we're gonna shake yeah then he's like we're gonna shake the ground and make the robots That's hear us dancing I remember that for 100 years <laughs> yeah for 100 years <laughs> that, that was another bummer too that, that, that wait Sion's only 100 years old <laughs> this is the anniversary of Zion. <laughs> Well, it's like it's like. Um, so the first one, he's like, we don't really know what date it is. Well, it's he does. No, but he does say. Well, he says months. it's like closer to twenty one ninety nine. You think it's nineteen ninety nine? Right. So it's 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 in line with what he says in the first movie, and also they establish once you establish that like the the matrix just keeps starting over. Right. So like, this version of Zion is only existed for a hundred years. You know. Do what you mean? like the idea of the architect? I mean, that's a, like that's a big. Place to build it hundred years. I don't know. It feels like way more. No, I feel like I feel like Zion's already <laughs> there. When they when the new crop okay. of people show up, right. it's like it's just like like it's already a there's already, like because Zion's not like um like like some kind of state of the art, but it's just the sewer system. You know what I mean? So it's like it, it's I already. Think it's like it's like Minecraft, where like the sentinels destroy you. Got to start all over again. You got to start getting wood. Then you got to build a computer. <laughs> how about a scene? How about a scene in the Matrix Four, right? The new one that's coming out, where um, you know, they're repopulating Zion, and like they find an old newspaper, because <laughs> someone was putting out a periodical in Zion, you know, uh, all, the, all the news about the things that were going on, because right there had to be some, you know, like a gossip column, right? You know, fucking. <laughs> Morpheus loses his yeah, one girlfriend. Of the, one of the central janitors off. didn't do his job and he left <laughs> behind some fucking the almanac. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't remember that for four months. We have fought that. I gotta be honest with you. Years. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you guys. I don't like Zion. <laughs> is there any other place I can go? No, this is fucking what, it. What's Stash? I wish Stash could have made it to, for this episode because he was talking. A few months ago, about like how he kind of relates to Joey Pants's character Cipher, where he's like, "I wouldn't want to be in the real world either. It sucks, dude. Like you get to do whatever you want in the Matrix." You know, he's one of the laziest. No, he's hundred percent. <laughs> no, he is, but I, I think it's a good point. Like once you, because like, especially if you like, if you've been with um, Morpheus for a while and you still haven't found the one, there really isn't. And even once you do find the one. Like once you compare what Zion, even like even a hundred years from, if they beat the if they beat the Sentinels today, right? Right. A hundred years from now, it still would suck compared to what what nineteen ninety nine looks like inside the Matrix. So it's like it's I can understand wanting to be like, yeah, I just want to eat steak and fucking fuck the woman in the red dress and not have right, to no, deal with. I would have <laughs> taken up mouse on that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, oh, I can have her. But uh, what I was thinking was, <laughs> um, the new pilot of uh of the ship in two. Whatever his uh, name Harold is. Harold Perrino's, uh, what's his name? Um, Link. But he's, uh, when he's talking to his girlfriend or wife or whatever, and he's like, you should see some of the things that Neo can do. So I, it leads me to believe that there's some people in, I mean, clearly in Zion, that don't believe uh, yeah, Neo can that's do the whole, Yeah, that's the whole idea. it's like, 
Well, like Candace. I didn't ask to be woken up, dude. Like, or like, or like, or you know, that's what um. Not that I didn't ask to be woken up. What Cipher says is, if I knew how bad this shit sucked, yeah. I wouldn't have. You know what I mean? Like, cause like they don't tell you that part. It's just like we're gonna open your eyes. Like, open my eyes and it's fucking a. a a fucking dark basement? Even, Hell no, dude. Put me back on fucking in LA. We don't even have sweatpants. <laughs> we gotta fucking There's walk fucking around. fucking tattered rags. Tattered and fucking, rags yeah. all the time. <laughs> fucking Morpheus doesn't even have a shirt. Oh, my tattered rags are stuck on your coffee table. But yeah, I would definitely <laughs> want to go back to fucking... Uh, you were a Buddhist in the Matrix because then you have nice Buddhist clothes inside on for some reason. Yeah, why do they dress like fucking, yeah, like fucking, like yeah. the Dalai Lama? Like, yeah, how'd they get cool shit? Yeah. Why does no one have tactical gear? Like, where? Like, where are the fuck are the vests? Where's the underarmor? Like, yeah, everyone's wearing like fucking like big sweaters. <laughs> Like, where's the fucking like nylon? <laughs> they, yo, wouldn't it be funny if they, like they're in the Nebuchadnezzar and they stumble upon a Marshalls? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the only Marshalls left in in the Matrix and on Zion. It's a big brawl because everyone's trying to get the last fucking Marshalls brand yeah. bulletproof vest. First thing I do, I get to the Matrix. If you own a Snuggie in Zion, you're a millionaire. Yeah, you're like That's you're like in the one percent. I, first, thing, first thing I do I, when I get to Zion. Make a fucking sewing machine, dude. I'm going to make a pizza place. I'm going to open up an Italian restaurant. It looks like a big brick oven in a lot of ways. So, yeah, yeah dude. I could do it. That's what I, that's what I thought I moved to Illinois, but it's I'm just trying to bring some joy into these people's lives. Yeah, I, I don't know. Again? I just feel like all that Zion stuff just sucks. Like the even like like you bring in this Link character who he, who wasn't in the first movie. They treat him like he was like a like like he what's had. The, a, what's the story about that? How come a tank? Apparently, he was like an asshole. Like yeah. he was like a real piece of shit. Okay, I want to say it, but I, I felt like I had heard something like that's that. Tommy like Chong's. He, uh, that's Tommy Chong's son. Yeah. Tommy, like, Tommy oh, Chong's really? son. Yeah, but yeah, apparently, like he was like either difficult to work with or he was trying to get more money, and he's like, "You don't, you're not Keanu Reeves." Right? It was a co- it was a, like a combination, combination of those two things. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It, I think it was like he was kind of a piece of shit, and it also he you. wanted more money. And he's like, "You, like, we already don't want you here, and you want more money." Yeah, five thousand. Yeah, friend. bye bye. <laughs> Although it was great when you said no. <laughs> <laughs> Also, okay, so I have, I have, a, I have a nitpick with the first movie, which is it's 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 not a real nitpick, but it's because when he says um uh so he's one of the only people who's ever been born in Zion, like he's like he's a he's like a a, a baby of Zion. He's not he's never been in the real world, right? But he says to them when, when they're about to shop, go into the matrix one time, he's like um fasten your seatbelts and wait till the cabin sign comes up, like 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 what a like what a steward right. is like. You don't know what a stewardess is. You've yeah, never heard this shit. There's a simil- yeah, he doesn't have the fucking yeah. knowledge of this shit. There's a similar <laughs> argument uh, in Two Towers, Lord of the Rings, when one of the orcs says, Meat's back on the menu, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which yeah. means you've been to a restaurant. Been- <laughs> <laughs> and you know how to order yeah. from it. <laughs> Imagine a bunch of orcs and a fucking. No one out pizzas the hut. <laughs> I was born in the Matrix. I got no holes, but I do a great walking. Yeah, yeah, like because because I can understand like recognizing some visual signifiers from the real world because you can read the code, but you wouldn't have heard anything ever. You don't hear the Matrix; you only see it. Yeah, you know, who who has I never ever? Really thought about that. Uh, 
And also, why would they have ever been on? Even if somebody came back from the Matrix and said that to him, why would they have ever been on planes? Like, why, like, like they traveled through the phone. Like, there's like, there's no reason why he would have ever heard fasten your seatbelts and don't move around the cabin. Charge up your sore electro thingy. Uh, put your Put your head to the phone and get ready to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, just say that. Um, no, he he uh he had a yeah he he said a good no when he when he shot no! Do, uh, Dozer. <laughs> no! Oh, he does another one too though. He says no a couple of times where he's no, he does sad. Does he go? Huh? <laughs> no, I think I was a dead dog. My favorite line. My favorite line from that dude is uh, I'll be alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Half his abdomen is yeah, he just like, got like yeah. ripped in half by a bolt of lightning. He's like, I'll be all right. <laughs> I think uh, Joey Pants is great in that scene when he's like jumping on their bodies and he's like, um, like talking to their body before he kills them. Yeah, like yeah, very. very he's yeah, great. He's, like, so That's what he says. No, until that no it's not. And then you're like, oh, you're kind of the same. Yeah. <laughs> he's Suck, like, what's he say? Oh, what's he say? Suck on this, you piece of shit, or something like that. Yeah. Not like this. It's not like this. No, it's um. Yeah, that guy sucked. I'm glad he wasn't in the second. Imagine one. them like trying to plug the those people back in, the ones that got unplugged before coming out of the matrix. And no shit. No, yeah, yeah, no. it's not working. Yeah. No, the, the head knife it's, is broken. Yeah, it's like it's like when um when uh Jackie O was trying to put JFK's brains back in his head in the back. <laughs> Good point. That, no, that's I, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but man, that fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> like, like because like you don't know. You just like uh, maybe I can just hold his head together and he'll be fine. You'll like, be fine, God baby. Damn it. I'm, like, I, I couldn't imagine living after that. Like, no, no <laughs> like oh, you're like oh, there's someone. Oh yeah, brains. I need you to hold my brain. Yeah, like oh, maybe I'll just stitch this back together. <laughs> well, that's and not to get completely off on a tangent, but here we go. Uh, J, uh, JFK when uh, Kevin Costner's character's like pull through. <laughs> pull through, and it's like, man, he's not gonna pull through. He probably man. don't have a TV. Either. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> his brains are gone. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's gonna work out for him, bud. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Uh, Dozer plugging them back in. Plugging them uh, in. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, let's get off on too too much of the tangent. What did JFK live? Did you say Kato Kalen? <laughs> No, what would JFK live? We just had a president with like half his brain. That would have been oh. funny. Like them trying to pretend like he's making sense. Like he's just talking absolute gibberish. And now, and now a word from the president. <laughs> That's great, honey. <laughs> I agree, Mr. President. The we state, should go to war with Cuba. The all state of the union. On the, moon. the state of the union. <laughs> 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 um, I guess any other thoughts on the page? <laughs> um, what was I thinking? Dozer switch. I was thinking about uh, the architect and being like, he's putting the matrix together, and then finally, you know, Neo fucks it up, and he's like, fuck, and he's got a hard reboot on his fucking computer, and it's like, boom, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> No, I'm I, I'm I'm interested in and and, and I want to know what they what they're doing with the uh, what's happening. Oh, in in a new movie, um, like wh- where where the story is going to go? Like how much do like characters like the Oracle and the Architect play into, uh, this this resurrections? They're not. I I, I like it because they're not really giving us a lot in. I the, love it. Yeah. In the Don't trailers. tell me shit. 
Um, I think it's funny that Doogie Howser, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, uh, he's wearing the blue glasses, and it's like it's such an odd color blue. Yeah. Um, which makes me be like, oh, who the fuck is this guy? I know he's his therapist or whatever it is. Well, they wouldn't have got. They give a bit of. Did you guys see that scene they put out? It's not really a trailer. It's just like no, I, a I one minute clip from the movie. I watched the first teaser and then I went like I, I tried not. To. I don't want to know. Like I was saying, do that because like I wish I hadn't seen the scene. I feel like I know too much already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I don't. I want to kind of. I know a little bit uh, from seeing the other Matrix. It does feel like this one is going to be a lot more in line with what we were talking about, though, in terms of, like, the philosophical nature of the What Matrix. we wanted from... Yeah, like, the... the, <laughs> the explore, exploring what, like, like what the Matrix is, what's real, what is choice, what is all, like... Well, that was the thing uh, that I kind of want to talk about, like, because that's one of my favorite themes is the idea of free will versus fate. And that's, like, what they covered pretty heavily in Westworld. Uh, that I liked a lot. Like when once they found out that the androids could kind of have their own existence, yeah. beyond their programming, because um, that's one of the things that Neo's fighting against. He's like, well, I don't want to believe that uh, you know my life is out of my control. I want to believe that I have free will to yeah. do whatever I want. And I mean, does he ultimately prove that? No, because she was right. I like he chooses the path. Well, I think I think he does choose that he has free will, but also that like there's only a limited amount of outcomes. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, like that's the thing. I think like, that's one of my fa- the Oracle is one of my favorite characters ever, and uh, one because Gloria Foster, rest in peace, is an incredible actress, and I wish I would have saw her in more shit because she's so she died before the third one. So they right, that's why they got the new one. But um, she's so good. Like she has such a like disarming presence, but yeah. like the way she presents these ideas to him are so cool. Like in the first one with the with the vase, and yeah. he's like, "Have um, a cookie." But he knocks over the vase, <laughs> and she says to him, "Um, what really would have baked your noodle later on is would you have knocked it over if I didn't say anything?" Yeah. And then in the second movie, she offers him the piece of candy, and he's like, "Um, what, why? Like, don't you already know if I'm gonna take it?" And he, she's like, "The po- the point isn't the choice. The point is." Um, knowing the choice, like how did you get? You there? already made mean? the choice. You came here to understand. Yeah, and it's like so. What what he doesn't understand in that moment is like it's a binary. You know what I mean? So like whether you choose left or right, whether you choose to pick uh, to pick the candy or not, it's like I can know your future because it's like like if you put uh if you drop a piece of steak in the middle of the kitchen floor, your dog's gonna run over and eat it. Knowing that the dog's gonna eat it doesn't make him not have choice. It means that like I we've created parameters where you could only make so many choices. Like you could only either choose to save Trinity or choose not to. It's not you're not gonna like yeah because the choices that change the course are rare. Locked into your groove, very little changes depending on your choices. It's about, there's, like, there's not much that he could have done. The choices that actually matter. Yeah, because like let's let's say he's let's say he's a, he says I'm not gonna go save Trinity. I'm not gonna go save the world. I'm gonna go sit on the couch. It's like that's still making one of those two choices in in one way or another. Well, you know another I mean? another Keanu movie, uh, uh, Devil's Advocate. At the end, when he's talking to Al Pacino, who we find out is the devil and also his dad, he goes free will, right? And he goes free will. It is a bitch. And he blows his brains out, and it ruins all of his plans. Yeah. So like that. But in another kind of movie, Point Break, uh, you know, he has a chance to shoot Patrick Swayze. And he doesn't. And, he fires him. And he just shot. goes crazy. He fires him. Yeah. <laughs> and all those bullets uh, fall on. That's something to do with what we're talking about. No, but I'm glad you mentioned it. It's one of my favorite movies. I don't know if you've ever heard of Devil's Advocate is such a great title. Because <laughs> he is the devil's advocate. He's a lawyer for the devil. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I think I think <clears throat> I think uh what that's the whole idea of the Matrix is like like it's 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 a 
it's like an ant farm or like 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 it's like a guy playing with like his action figures you know like like it's like there's only so many things that could happen you know what i mean it's like just seeing the interesting ways in which it will happen you know what i mean and what what you do with that sort of thing you know what i'm saying well yeah uh, building in the idea of choice um but then also like you said our dan was saying limited choice uh your two opportunities whereas like in this because you, you think about it like the things that you like to do you tend to gravitate towards yeah in uh, real life whatever you want to say and it's like i don't like to travel <laughs> like i know that and that makes me sound like i'm an idiot but it's like the thing i don't like about traveling is you got to come back you know what i mean unless yeah. you're moving to that place right so people give me shit about oh you haven't been on a plane since 2004 it's like no i don't they're like you can go anywhere you want i go i know yeah but like i want to go to australia it takes 24 hours on an airplane to get there. That's too much. Yeah, that's a, that's and then I got to take 24 hours back. So, like, I can't go for three days. Yeah. Because I'm already losing two. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no. I don't want to. I want to go there. But, like, listen, I'm staying here. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is you are dealing with a similar dilemma to Neo. Like, yeah. the fate of whether you go to Australia or not. <laughs> I, I think one of the, the heaviest things from Matrix Neo that a lot of people have seen is the explanation that like everyone has to be aware on a subconscious level of the choice to believe in the Matrix. And if you just leave it at that, like 98% of people will just be content. Right. And like how much how much of our lives is bullshit like that? Where like what gets you out of bed every day is the idea that like you could just blow up your life and fuck off and like board a plane to Australia or something. You don't, but it's important that you could. You know? Yeah. And that <laughs> that think, gets you through the bullshit of the day. Do you think it'd be funny though if they like uh instead of the Asians just kind of being um you know, people who prevent uh people who've left the matrix from fucking it up in the real world, but like they also make you feel good about living in the matrix. Like they come to you every once in a while being like it's pretty good here, isn't it? Yeah, they should have more women. Like they, they, they're taking a Mr. very like beautiful day, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're taking a very like negative reinforcement tactic when they should have like more women in red, just like yes. sucking your dick and telling you it's great. I'm not going anywhere, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I'm staying right here. Yeah, like you see that blue sky? Yeah, maybe not, maybe don't try to kill excited. me. Maybe convince me there's a reason I should just not. You make a kill red lady you. dress. Yeah. <laughs> Med red lady dress. This is my red dress. And this well, is my red lady dress. Who made that dress? Red lady dress. Red lady dress. <laughs> no, there's so many interesting like philosoph philosophical things in the Matrix, and, and it's underpinning it, which is like another reason why it it's head and shoulders above everything else. Is that like it's not just cool action. It's not just a good story. It's also like just so many ideas that when you when you leave the theater you're like what it what would i have chosen what I, like what what does this mean you know what i mean yeah yeah it draws on like a lot of religious shit in a cohesive way and like if you even it, think it, about it really is trying to be a like, if you even think about yeah. it from like a, uh you know human physiology point of view like people humans need vitamin d to maintain you know their mental stability yeah and there's no fucking sun yeah so it's just like are you getting sun <laughs> in the Matrix? 
Or like, what the? F- are you there long enough that you can even benefit well, got, for it? Well, from it, who needs vitamin D when you've got synthetic aminos mixed with <laughs> six and vitamins and minerals? Everything, everything the body needs. needs. It's not everything the body needs. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you need a fucking blowjob from the lady with, in red. Like, why does he want Neo to fuck her so bad? Like, you know what I mean? No, he's trying to show how cool he is. He's trying to be friends. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's be Shane Mouse. <laughs> All right? Yeah, that's a lot. Shane fucking Neo. It's not even adults. He's like, yeah. come, come <laughs> fuck this girl and I'll watch you. <laughs> Digital I'll watch, I'll watch you in green letters. <laughs> That's what he's gonna see. He's like he's got to imagine him fucking. You know what I mean? It's not like he sees it like a like an H like a 4K version of it. He just sees like a bunch of oh, so that one and zero means that he's getting hard now. Oh, like, look at how big. Yeah, it's you, you see one and zero. And I see blowjobs. Yeah, he's got a, it's, it's only fan. that's his that's his version of OnlyFans. That's just she's taking it. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. He's like we don't have OnlyFans here, so we gotta fucking I gotta make do with watching these ones and zeros. There's cum all over the man. <laughs> you think you think like uh, people in uh in Zion have their own OnlyFans? You know what I mean? What like like a peep show? Yeah, like you think they like what's the what's the economy like there? Right, that's what I'm thinking. Like you know, there's no I restaurants. The camera market no, uh, it's real huge in Zion because like on modern day apps, you can get to that like you're not available in your city or whatever to reduce the chance of people recognizing you. But like if there's only one place in the world. Yeah, I want to see yeah. you around. That like, you can't reject yeah. me. Well, like in another yeah, thing too, like, like the, the, the I was going to the next level down. The bullets that they make for the machines that are taking out the Sentinels. <clears throat> does that mean that they have a bullet factory that people have to work in to manufacture these? Like, so I left the Matrix, and now my job here is I have to make bullets for the stupid mechs. Like well, that sucks, man. No, I think it, I think. <laughs> In the, you wouldn't think it sucks though because they're protecting you from getting killed. You know what I mean like you're contributing to not getting killed by the machines. You know what I mean? Like, like. So every- wait, so I leave the Matrix and then they put me to work at Sikorsky. I'm pissed. I don't see why we have to put real practical bullets in the CGI mechs. Like, <laughs> just make the bullets have CGI too. All right, that sounds good to me. That scene and when when Link goes back to his apartment and he's like, "Where's my pussy?" Oh, hey, kids. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Yo, there's there's nothing else to do in the, in Zion except fuck. Yeah, like there's no computer. Like you can't like go yeah, on the like, internet. <laughs> like I've, I've come home to a girlfriend from a long trip before, and like I feel like if I said, "Where's my pussy?" That would not fly. Yeah. No. Yeah, 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 like, even, even if she wanted to fuck you just as bad, it's like, how about hello, sir? Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you can say things with that sentiment. Yeah, but it's got to be a little, you got to have a little more tact and, like, charm. Yeah, where's my pussy? Not, is it, where's my baby? Where's my pussy? If your girlfriend's name is pussy, okay. Yeah, that would fly. Fly. Yeah, right. Well, you know she's in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, he wasn't asking someone else. He's asking her. <laughs> yeah, that was weird, man. Yeah, great actor though. Especially because like, I would rather see like Morpheus have that scene. You know what I mean? Because how would he? Where's say my? Pussy? Where's my? Pussy? <laughs> I remember that for one hundred. I haven't had pussy in years. <laughs> <laughs> He's beginning to believe. <laughs> <laughs> 
He fucking. I can only I can only show you because he he fucking. You, you gotta eat the pussy. They have sex. <laughs> he has. They have sex, and then afterward, Morpheus is like, looks at his hand, and he's like, "Why did I fuck you?" <laughs> <laughs> You think my dick being hard or <laughs> or strong has anything to do with my muscles in this place? Yeah, you gonna fuck you think wife. that's air you're breathing now? <laughs> you think that's uh, clock your <laughs> you, you think that's pussy right now? <laughs> why, why do you think a condom has anything to do with the transmission of sexual diseases in this place? <laughs> You think you're being pregnant has anything to do with my dick in this place? <laughs> Seriously, we have to talk about this, Morphe. Stop talking to me that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that actually is a legit thing about the research I've wondered before. It's like how pregnancy works and like, okay, when there's a new baby and someone's pregnant in the matrix and they think they know who the father is, do they take the cum from that dude and put it in that woman's pod or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, I, I know you. I know what you're saying, right? Because then the baby kind of looks like the parents, right? So it's right. like there's something. So yeah, maybe in the pods they suck the cum out of guys. <laughs> no, they have sex in real life. Why, why would they, what do we need pods for? Well, well how well, are they going to get? Because the cum's not. No, real. I'm talking about the people it's in the matrix. Like they're never actually having sex. They could be in like. Totally different pylons of human being pods. You know what I mean? Exactly. You mean like within the actual matrix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Within no, the fucking matrix. babies are growing up in the pod. You just suck the cum out of them. No, I know that, but like, is that baby genetically related to the IRLU? <laughs> or. <laughs> And like how? I can't I believe know. you just said no, IRL. But, like, but like, what I'm saying is, what I'm, what I, my question is, you think that they're like, they're like, who? There is no IRL for those babies. I mean, like, they're not getting the genetic material from other, like, real life humans. I don't think. I think they're getting it from other pods. Like, you, you grow up as a baby in a pod. You get old enough, they could just fucking extract the. Semen from your testicles. You don't have to have sex, whatever. They're not like using Morpheus to make more babies in the Matrix. They're using other Matrix babies. I mean, um, in the real world, like in those fucking like giant stacks of towers of humans or whatever. I don't think. They okay, can... okay. Let me let, let's talk. Okay, so I'm a guy in the Matrix. Right. I don't know about the Matrix. I'm just a regular schmo, right? Uh huh. I meet someone other regular schmo in the Matrix. Right, lady. We schmo. fall in love. I get her pregnant. What's going on there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, oh, I see what you're saying. I see what yeah. you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Who is... It is yeah, what? and like, is that baby... No, I think it's just, I think it's just any random baby. I think it's just any random baby. But they always okay. think, like... Okay, say we're in the Matrix. I look like my parents, kind of. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, but you don't have to. No, you have to. I mean, but like, I think... <laughs> no, I, think I, I, like, like, I think you need to accept the reality that the robots are going in there. They're sucking off. The dicks and they're putting it in the other pod. Well, no, what I'm saying is, I don't think I think I think there is going I think there is semen going into other pods for sure. Right. What I'm saying is, I don't think it has to like it has to be a one to one thing because like no so one's going to. So has sex with you in the matrix, so that like you just get an injection of the like universal semen that is used for all beings. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think. No, I think that in the pods. They hook up stuff to your genitals, 
So it makes it feel like you're fucking in. Yeah, you're serious. No, for sure. But I'm saying, I don't think, I don't think, I think that's, I agree with that. What I'm saying, I don't think they're going to go then correspond and, and put, put that semen in the corresponding woman that you thought you were having sex with. They're just going to put it in any old. No, I think they do. I think they do. I think they do. You don't have to, though, because no one's going to know. You're not, you're not, like, unless you get out of the Matrix, you're not going to ever know. No And also, I don't think every person in the Matrix is necessarily a person. There are there are real people. I think there are there's some of it is programmed. Some of them are the women in red. You are there mean? animals in pots? Or are they just programmed? No, I think I think you're clear on that. Cause Joey Pants is like the Matrix is telling me that this is safe, but it's not. Okay. Yeah, I think the animals are probably just pro- like just constructs. Yeah, they don't have a bunch of like kitties asleep. No. Oh, you know what? I don't think you fake the affection of a dog. I think there's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of pods, puppies running around. <laughs> like, like, like when a dog runs in its sleep, it's just kind of like that. Right, a robot dog that just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't know how to mimic the, the true love of a dog. This fucking dog sucks, <laughs> man. Like my dog. Way to blow at the architect. <laughs> um, Any last thoughts on this movie? On these movies? Um... I feel like the uh, Reloaded and Revolutions has softened. Uh, my opinion of them has softened. They're not as, I don't uh, hate them as much as I did. Um, you know, I could take parts out that I find enjoyable. Um, but, you know, they feel unnecessary. Well, yeah, I think um, I think one of the things is, like, part of the reason why people are so down on those movies is because The Matrix is so good. Those movies, the sequels were never going to live up to it. <clears throat> It's just, it's just impossible. The Matrix is such a like a uh, a, a unique, perfect object. Like it, you can never you can, you can maybe hope to like come very close, but you would never be able to surpass it or match it. It's just it's just it's such a singular thing. Right. Um. I, I think the sequels tarnish the memory of the first one because I, it was years. I, I rewatched the first one a few months ago for the first time. Years and years. And I, I was just blown away by how much I liked it. And I, like, honestly forgot how good the fucking Matrix is. Like, if you haven't watched it in a while, you're like, yeah, yeah, the Matrix, whatever, the sequels. Go back and watch that first one. Like, it, it's truly one of the greatest action movies of all time. Uh, it's easy to forget that because of how watered down it's gotten. Uh, yeah, I don't let the sequels affect my uh, affection for the first. I was gonna say that's the same thing. In fact, I think the sequel, my the sequels only strengthened my love for the first one because it's like at least I have this. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, other thing I want to talk about uh, before we wrap up is uh, so famously Will Smith was offered the Matrix and he turned it down. Yeah, he also turned down Django and Chain because he's like just very. He doesn't know what the Bro. fuck he's doing. Um, you know what he turned it down for. Wow, wow, West. Yeah, he thought, yeah, like, he, he, down he thought that was gonna be a hit, Doctor right, Loveless, yeah, yeah. and that thing blows. But what I wanted to say was, and then, <laughs> Jacob, Jacob's like, no, 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 I learned my lesson. I'm not doing cowboy stuff. Can't catch it, right? Yeah, yeah. When he finally gets offered a good cowboy movie, he's like, I can't do that. I did that other bad one. Yeah, where's the mechanical spiders? <laughs> <laughs> No, what I was going to say was I was watching it and I'm like, I'm so glad it was Keanu Reeves and not Will Smith. I feel like yes. what Keanu brings to it, Will Smith would have brought too much Will Smith. Yeah. Like, um, 
there is like he would have been too like like wise. He flies off into the sky. He's going woo! Ha ha! Yeah, at the end when 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 the Smiths are trying to hit him and he's just got he's like ha ha. The fucking rap song you would do. Yeah, he would have. Yeah, they would have had a rage against the machines on the end. It been a fucking Will Smith song. Oh man, yeah, it was a. It was, hey, everything happens for a fucking reason, and I think that's kind of the point of the Matrix. Yeah, like there's a there's a scene when um when the 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 Oracle says like, oh, I think Trinity likes you, or whatever, and. There's a really there's, there's, a, there's a naivete there's a and like a cluelessness that Keanu gives off in his performance that wouldn't have been present with Will Smith. I feel like Will Smith would have been like flirting with her the whole time. Like he wouldn't have been like, okay, he's just a woman and she's obviously attractive, but I'm gonna just like I'm just trying to figure this shit out. He would have been like, like, hey, what's, what's her name? Like he would be like, hey, Cipher, what's going on with Trinity? Yeah, I mean, like I feel like yeah, yeah. The, the their whole dynamic, the whole dynamic would have changed. And I think like Keanu is so like. And this is not an insult to him, but like he has such a like an everyman basicness to him. Like he yeah. doesn't feel like like he doesn't feel like the one, which is ma- which what makes him a better one. You know, yeah. what I mean? he, he doesn't he's feel like good. Would it? Like, yes. I think the Matrix is when Keanu Reeves figured himself out as an actor. It's like, oh no, I'm a wooden actor, but like I pull it off. Like I'm I don't a... have to try. I'm likable. He's yeah. right. He's uh, I mean he's always serviceable. Uh, in yeah, but if you look at his older movies like Speed and shit, he's fucking terrible. At Steve. Which one? Speed. Speed. Speed's great. Speed's great. I love movie, Speed. But like his, okay, yeah, I do too. But his performance is not good because he's like trying too hard to act. And really? He's just trying too hard. I think. Yeah, I feel like I, I kind of agree with that. I feel like in in the Matrix, he's letting it come to him rather than trying to like put on yeah. a performance. Well, you know I feel I mean? like a lot of times uh, it has to do with the directors, and the Wachowskis are good uh, at telling actors, like directors that can tell actors how to do their thing. Like, because that's there's a lot. Like, you could tell that Kevin Smith is a terrible director because all the acting in there is so poor. It's just like because clearly he doesn't know how to talk okay, to here's actors. What, here's what I want you to do: sound and act exactly like me. Except, yeah, it's basically uh, it. Yeah. Regardless <laughs> of your race, gender, or status in life. Yeah, and it's and it's and, and, and it's evident. And you can, and that's another thing. Like, and not to like be all over the place, but with these Marvel TV shows that are on Disney Plus, you could tell that the level of directors that they're getting for the TV shows is lower than the movies, and because they're not, it's it's bad. I mean, uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, even in Hawkeye, like these guys who are good actors, and they've been in a bunch of things that I've liked, and I've seen them be good. I'm like, what the fuck? The dialogue is dog shit. The way it's being delivered is dog shit. And it just kind of takes me out of it and makes me uninterested. Like, even in Loki, which, you know, people ended up liking at the end. Uh, and uh, fucking Loki, what's his name? Hiddleston? Yeah. He's great. He's fantastic in Midnight in Paris. But it's like, what the fuck? Who's writing this shit? It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a real bad. I, 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 I like most of the performances in the shows, honestly. Even, uh, I think a lot, a lot of the writing around it is pretty poor. And yeah, that maybe that's diminishes it. Diminishes, like, the, like, you can try your best to, like, you could have put on the best performance of your life. If you're saying dog shit, like, it, it just, it's not going to work. I, think, yeah, I hit. think it's the dialogue. It's the dialogue. Yeah. Like, I, that's hot. I, 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 like, I, I feel bad for. Forget the name of the actor, but he plays Falcon and eventually Captain America. Oh, Anthony Maggie. Oh. Yeah, he he is doing the best with some dog <laughs> shit they give him to fucking Yeah, it's say real. That. It's real bad. It's, it's <laughs> offensive. That whole that that uh, that speech at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, like 
I just got to the end and wanted to see how it was. And, like, that speech goes in so many different tangents and has no clear direction at well, it's, all. It's trying to be everything for everyone at once. Like, everything. Like, because everything. The, yeah. I know we're on a tangent right now, but, like, the problem with the fucking winner told you for me is they trying to make the like th there's a question that the uh, Isaiah Bradley the original Captain America asks him which is like what self-respecting black man would wear that sh that uniform would wear that shield and he's absolutely right but the show is trying to have it both ways so they like they're like trying to make him argue like like um like that you know I, I I'm gonna like sort of like when like a, there's a like a cop like I'm gonna stop this from the inside like no that's not how it works yeah, like yeah. like it's it's trying to make him be like I'm a black icon but also I understand why this is bad but like it's not so bad because I'm good. <laughs> woke memes but also blue lives matter yeah it's, 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 yeah it's, it's, exactly it's trying to be like it's not trying to it's trying to be liberal enough to be woke but conservative enough to not lose yeah. I th I still think about the Luke Cage scene, uh, when fucking Luke Cage talking to the kid, Crispus Attucks. Oh my, <laughs> sucks so bad. He's like, one of the founding. Yeah, it's shut like, up. This is too. Yeah. This is ham Who would say this stuff? Yeah, this is uh, ridiculous. Was, uh, Luke Cage is the most egregious. Flaw, it's so right? bad. Culminating in the scene at the beginning of season two when Luke Cage looks directly into the camera and says, I'm from Harlem, and then dabs. <laughs> and it's one of the worst things that I've ever Wait, seen. Wait, did that really life. happen? I'll, I'll send it to you after you it. It's It's so bad. Oh, oh, I'm man. from Harlem. Dude, and like Iron Fist is one of my absolute favorite comic book characters, and that was brutal. Oh, I didn't watch that one, but I would believe it's worse for me. But, uh. Actually. But yeah, I, I think, digress. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. My, my, my whole point was Keanu is so good uh, in this role he's because, a choice. because he's an everyman, because he's not trying to bring something that the character doesn't require. Um, and I think, like, like a, like a Will Smith would have just, like, it would have just changed the dynamic. Yeah, he would have overpowered entirely. it. Yeah. He would have been a bad Morpheus, too. Yes. He wouldn't have been good in that. He, he's, he's the kind of actor you were like, you know, that's what you want, so he would have tried to, like, ad-lib. Yeah, he would have tried to like, produce it. I should, as I should be busted. Morpheus is talking kind of crazy, so I should be busting his balls in this Yeah, scene. yeah, like, yeah. Um, yeah. And he, and, he, and he had enough star, star power at the time where they wouldn't have been able to tell him no. Like, in a, in a way, like, they, I think the studio would have probably been on his side. But what I was going to say, speaking of Morpheus, is I think Lawrence Fishburne's performance is so crucial to this movie being, like, he's so good as Morpheus. Like, he's great. His line yeah. delivery on everything is so, like, when he's like, um, dude, that's air you breathing now? Or yeah, like, and then like, the look on his face. Or like, like goes, you think, like, why did I beat you? Like, the, yeah. like his, his, his tone is so, like, it's warm and welcoming, but also has a commandingness yeah. to it. Like, it's, he's so, it's so good. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a big Lawrence. Uh, he's fantastic. He's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's great and fucking. Yeah, the first one, and, yeah, and the sequels they give him some like shit you just can't pull off. Well, yeah, that's, that's, what, I said, that's what I was gonna say when we were talking about the writing thing. I think it's perfectly exemplified by the same directors in the same series. Everything they get, they get, they get Morpheus. To, they have Morpheus say in the first one, it all works. And then like that speech he gives in Zion, it's like it's just bad. It's just overwrought. It's over. Like it's it's trying to bring gravitas to it and it's, it's like it's being like it's supposed to be this big swelling moment it's like this sucks like what is he saying yeah but he's still a great actor no incredible actor. I mean, that, that, that role is why like Lawrence Fishburne's on so many TV shows today as like he's the guy you bring in to give your show like gravitas you know what I mean he's not the lead ever he's always like the lead's boss or something and he's and he's there to be like oh shit you're not Lawrence Fishburne but he like check this out because he's like a Established actor, like this movie is what put him on that level. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, so shout out to Lawrence Fishburne. Shout out to fucking uh, The Matrix. Shout out to the Yukowskis. Um, Shout out to you guys for coming on the show. Thanks for having us, Sean. It's great to have you here. Thank you. Um, uh, next, uh, the new one's coming out next week. If you guys want to come back on the pod to talk about our reactions to that, we'd love to have you Definitely super come fun. back for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything you guys want to plug? Uh, Danny Boy 3030, Instagram and Twitter. Go find that. Uh, I want to plug the Matrix 4 um, <laughs> Resurrection. coming out December 22nd. And, uh, In theaters on HBO Max. I'm really passionate about the project. Is it on HBO I Max? Yeah. Yep. Really? I thought they were going to uh, do strictly theater. No, this is the last. This is the last. Matrix uh, Resurrections is the last. This, this was like the big selling point for doing all that shit, wasn't it? It was. When they announced it, it's like, we're going to have the major score on well, fucking I, I, TV. I thought it was Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, um, no, the, everything in the 2021 slate, that was, uh, is it was going to be day and date. And then next year, they're going back to strictly uh, uh, theater release and then later okay. on HBO Max. But, yeah, because um, COVID went away. Yeah, it's gone now. <laughs> we're free. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so if you haven't seen the Matrix in a while, it's, they're all on HBO Max, uh, and the fourth one will be up there soon as well. And, uh, and the Animatrix. And the Animatrix, yeah, yes. Check that out. And uh, play uh, the Matrix online, the game where Morpheus dies, and it's canonical. And also, just like, check out, like, in the new yeah, game? No, your local rave scene. Yes. Yeah, Duco. Right. Duco came. <laughs> And yeah. they go to a rave. Go in a basement. Go in a cloudy, yeah. a dirty cave and have go sex and find Rob Zombie and, and do fucking work. Ecstasy. So yeah, in Matrix Online, it's an older game. Morpheus dies. He gets shot, and it's canon. It's 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 a hey, weird what? thing. Look it up. Really? It's very weird. Um, like it's huh. it's it's canon. Uh, but that's it. Uh, as we always have to say at the <laughs> end of this show, uh, cut. There is no spoon. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,